Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Rabbi Yossi Haiken, who's a rabbi of the Oxford Synagogue Center and the chairman of the South African Rabbinical Association. Rabbi, very good afternoon to you and thank you for taking time to join us in studio. Thank I you. I hope I got all your designations correct. Absolutely. Right, so Rabbi, as we were chatting uh, earlier on, we're going to be looking at knowing your kashrut. What do the kashrut laws say about eating meat and milk? What is the standard time between milk and meat meals? And what determines the time duration? So I'm going to throw it to you, give us an overall view, of course, as to what kashrut laws involve. Thank you. Good evening. Wonderful to be here. Kashrut, a noun for kosher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kosher laws or the kashrut laws is a full set of dietary laws that dictate what Orthodox Jews, observant Jews, eat and do not eat and refrain from eating. Um, so it's pretty wide um, mm-hmm. and covers much more than just the, the milk and meat, which we'll get to, obviously. There are foods that are inherently in their own, not kosher. Right. Species of animals. Right. Okay, so most are familiar with uh, the pig, uh, pork meat, which is not kosher. Um, but we, we do eat uh, cattle, uh, sheep, uh, chicken, uh, other poultry, etc. But so there's a list of permitted and prohibited animals. The same applies with, with fish. Uh, they were not working well. With with cattle, we, we're looking at animals that have fins. Cattle That's wouldn't fine. have. If, if you find ca- if you find cattle with fins, then we're in trouble. Uh, uh, um, we're okay. talking about animals that that chew the cud and have a split hooves, and those would be okay. the kosher animals. Your cow, your your sheep, etc. Mm-hmm. Those would be the animals that that uh, conform. Um, and the pig does not conform to that, and is specified in the Torah as a non-kosher species. We have the same with fish. We're there. That's where the fins come in. Sorry. Right. Uh, fish have to have fins and scales to be a kosher species. Okay. If they're not, uh, you know, you've got many of a smooth fish, uh, mm. lots of, you know, seafood. Crustaceans, things like Crustaceans that. Crustaceans. Are banned. Right. Are banned. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the same in the bird world. But there's, okay. You know, certain animals that are, certain birds that are kosher and, and, and others that are not. So we, you know, we do eat. Um, chicken, uh, we eat uh, geese, ducks, uh, right. etc. But there are many birds that are not on the kosher list. Permissible, so to speak, permissible. right? And and all those are specified in the text of the Torah, um, either the signs that are required or the, the names of the animals that are either in the one case kosher or not kosher. Um, probably not very relevant to our listenership here in South Africa, but there are insects that are kosher and there are insects that are not kosher. Okay. Um, so we probably don't consume much of that, but there are countries in which, you know, locusts are delicacies and yes, uh, so there are species of kosher locusts. Uh, we haven't followed a tradition, so we're not quite sure which ones are the kosher ones. Okay. Simply because, you know, it's kind of not practiced, um, in, in the Western world in which we live. Rabbi, so what are the best ways to ensure you do not mix your meat and milk dishes? What, well, how can one guard against that? Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Beyond, beyond, okay. beyond, beyond um, what is a kosher food and what is not. Right. We then have two perfectly kosher foods, um, mm-hmm. a dairy product and a meat product. But they may not be mixed. Okay. Okay. The, right. The words in the verse are, mm-hmm. thou shalt not cook a kid in its mother's milk, interpreted mm-hmm. to mean no mixture of milk and meat. You may not cook it, prepare it together. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to consume the mixture thereof. And in fact, you can't even derive any financial benefit or other benefit in any way right. from, from that mixture. 
Okay. Okay. So that's 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 the word of the verse. Now the the, the laws are then interpreted uh, to mean a complete separation of milk and meat. So in a kosher kitchen, you will find uh, a meat section and a milk section. You will find. Um, you know, pots and pans and, mm-hmm. and, and frying pans and, right. and cutlery and crockery. Uh, on, on the milk side, you will find an, an equal set on, on the uh, meat side, and, and you're not going to mix them. You're not going to put sure. meat on the milk side. Sure. You won't cook sure. them sure. together. You will keep it completely separate on, you know, two sides of the kitchen if, if your kitchen mm-hmm. is large enough or on, mm-hmm. you know, two separate areas in your counter uh, and so forth. And, and that's going to assure uh, that we adhere to that. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a different aspect of kashrut in that the ingredients are all kosher, but the mixture produces something which, which is not. Um, it's, we take it to the extent that we don't even combine them in one meal. So you will not eat dairy and meat at the same time in the same meal, uh, okay. even, even consecutively, mm-hmm. even consecutively. With meat, there's a waiting period before you'll have dairy. Traditionally, that's six hours. Okay. Um, it's not specified clearly in our texts. Um, it says we go from, from the one meal to the next, but traditionally, you know, from breakfast to lunch, from lunch to dinner, it's around about six hours. So that's the prescribed time. Uh, so after you've eaten a meat meal, say a meat lunch, we'll wait for six hours if you want to have a dairy dinner. And the reason why okay. there's that waiting period uh, is because well, we, we all know the feeling. You, 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 you've you eaten, uh, you know, uh, some meat, um, and no matter how many times you brush and, 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 and floss, you know, it's going to be wow. very difficult to get absolutely everything out of your mouth. Sure. Uh, so we want to wait uh, a period so there isn't even a mixture um, of, of, of residue of your previous meal coming in. With, with milk and and meat, uh, it's not the same because uh, milk, uh, it doesn't kind of, you know, overpower the taste buds in the same mm-hmm. way. It definitely doesn't leave a residue in right. your mouth in that way. Um, so, therefore, there's no waiting period. Many sure. have the practice of, of giving it an hour uh, after the dairy before they go on to meat. Um, but that's just, you know, a, a custom, not all abide by that ruling. Um, many people will have their, their, their milk and then follow immediately, not at the same meal, same plates, etc. Okay. but there won't be, you know, a, a waiting time. So you have your coffee before before dinner and then you proceed to the dining room table and, and you have your, your meat meal. Can I just come in there, Rabbi? I've received a message from a listener. Can Jews eat chicken intestines or tripe, which is cow intestine? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. All right, so that, that is yeah, permitted. Provided it comes from a, a, a kosher chicken or from a kosher It animal. must be kosher. Right, right. no problem. Do, very quickly, Rabbi, I was meaning to pounce on you about this question. Kashrut and kosher, is this the same? Yes, it's the same yes, thing? yes, yes. We're kashrut, talking the same thing here. Kashrut is, describes the uh, the concept of keeping kosher. Kosher right. is more of an adjective describing a food or a kitchen. Um, okay. Uh, sometimes describing people, people call mm, themselves mm, "I'm mm, kosher," but sure, that's, that that's that's not really <laughs> right. well. Yeah, it's it's more. I, I I observe the laws of kashrut, or I keep kosher. Okay, yeah, yeah. so but it's 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 the same. A, it's the same thing. All right then, yeah. Rabbi. So the fact that we are having this conversation at the moment, it prompted me just to you know like broach this question or just run this by you. Are you perhaps finding a non-adherence to this following? And if that's the case, how how can anyone at least um, where could they find out? The, what it is you are delivering to us on the program today, you know, like the correct procedures and correct ways to follow the Kashrut laws. So, Ooh. is there non-adherence? There's always human nature, such as sure. people don't like rules, uh, and particularly rules that... Are you finding out that it's really, it's, it's, it's really come to a fall? Is it really, it's not, I'm, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, a good thing? No, no, I'm finding the reverse. I'm finding that 
you know, here in Johannesburg, there's yeah. a, a, an embracing of the laws of Kashrut. Okay. And more and more people are, All right. are you know, and, and, and one can, you know, easily work that out by, for example, the, 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 the numbers of, uh, you know, of, of, of kosher sales sure. at the kosher butcheries. Um, so overall, there's a trend, uh, to keep kosher. It's become, it's become fashionable as has practice of religion in general in, in, in the Johannesburg South African community increased. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so has Kashrut. Um, and, uh, yeah, but for people who want to know more, I think the, uh, internet is full of resources on, on, okay. on how to keep kosher. Okay. Um, at least to keep in touch yeah. with the kosher, the laws of kosher, yeah, and yeah. Uh, just to keep abreast yeah, of what's there, going on. Or there is a Johannesburg Beth Din, and they've got a kosher hotline. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I didn't bring the number with me. I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but. Uh, it, 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 they can be reached and they're very, very helpful in terms of guiding you. Very quickly, is there, my producers actually broached this question, is there punishment for mistakenly eating a non-kosher food? For example, biscuits and what can one do? <laughs> and I'm really putting it out there. But okay, one is conscientious about, yes, you know, yes, yes, adhering to yes. correct practices and what have you. Mm-hmm. So what must one be mindful of and wary of? I think that's that's generally okay. so because you we know, want to keep along the straight and, you know, be a, a pun- proven path. Punishment, uh, I'm not in that department. And let's leave the Almighty up there to, to deal with the consequences. <laughs> uh, and he's, he's more forgiving than humans. Um, sure, but sure. You know, where there can be mistakes and consequences, Consequences mm. um, is in your kitchen, where you will mistakenly indeed um, use the wrong side. Particularly if you're new to this, and now right. you're going to go and you're going to, you know, cook your dairy, but you're going to forget that. There we go. Right, yeah. and you're going to mm-hmm. use the meat. Um, so the consequences are right. that uh, the dishes can now um, possibly uh, no longer be kosher, and 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 will then need to go through a process uh, of. Kosher, sure. Rabbi, sorry, very quickly, I've just got this uh, question in from Austin. He says, Michael, interesting question for the rabbi. The hoopoe bird is not kosher, but it is the national bird of Israel. Could he kindly explain why, if at all? What's the question? Why that's a national bird of Israel? And it's not kosher. Sorry, did I get that right? Sorry, Craig has just taken the... Can we just have a look at that again? Um, the hoopoe bird is not kosher, but it is the national bird of Israel. Could he kindly explain why? Why Israel chose a non-kosher yes. bird? Yeah. I, 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 that's beyond <laughs> my pay grade here. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, it's not kosher because it's 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 listed as one of the non-kosher species in the Torah. So those are okay. the guidelines. Um, but it's uh, if that's a national bird of Israel, it's a good question. There are lots of kosher it, indeed birds. Indeed, it out is. There. Yeah, we yeah. need to look that up, yeah, yeah. Rabbi. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But thank you so much Lovely for at least giving us. A, yeah, great. Uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, nice surprise. <laughs> You're in the area, Pleasure. and uh, great to have you on yeah. board in studio. Anytime. Rabbi Yossi Chaiken, Rabbi of the Oxford Synagogue Center and Chairman of the South African Rabbinical Association, giving you a background to the kashrut and uh, what the laws say about eating meat and milk or anything else that's kosher or kashrut.